Hello friends and welcome to episode 16 of Missed Conceptions. I'm your host, David White. And hello, it feels like it's been so long since I've recorded an episode for all of you. Um, I hope that you've missed us as much as we have missed you. Um, but of course we had to take a break for uh, the holidays and things like that. But we are back now, back to recording and back to releasing episodes on our regular scheduled program sure we're a tv show anyways a couple of things have happened since our last episode and i just want to catch you up on those uh firstly we are now on youtube and on google play uh, i've uploaded all of our past episodes to youtube which wasn't a quick thing I had to render all of the videos and whatever. You don't need to know that. But anyways, all of our past episodes are on YouTube. You can find us on there. And our newer episodes will release uh, on YouTube as well. So if you're someone that likes to have YouTube running in the background, maybe you don't have a podcast app or can't really get onto it at work for whatever reason, now we're on YouTube. So there you go. But we're also on Google Play. Uh, I realize not everybody has an iPhone or iOS device. And so this is for all of you, your Android users, your otherwise non-iPhone users. We're now on Google Play just for you. And then another really exciting thing that happened, uh, it's not necessarily about misconceptions, although it will have a very big impact on the show going forward, is that the City of Mist Core Rulebook was finally released. Uh, not the hardback version yet, but a PDF version. Uh, you can find the PDF version on DriveThruRPG and buy it and download it right now. And guys, if you haven't done that, you should go do that right now. Because this book is gorgeous. The character art, the layouts, the, the locales, the graphics, everything. Everything about it is so unique and so refreshing. Uh, and of course... I mean, the art's really beautiful, but one of the the most exciting parts of it is the updated rules. It's kind of crazy to think, but Misconceptions has basically been running a demo version of City of Mist for these past 15 episodes. Well, now with the new rules, we have a more streamlined character creation system. Uh, we have updates to kind of iffy parts of the rules, and then we have additions to the rules that make the game a little bit more mm, better more better Ugh, that's awful better makes it better one of the uh, the things that we did with the new rules was we had a character recreation session and what i mean by that is we took the main crew of misconceptions and we remade them using these streamlined character creation rules um and so the characters have changed a little bit uh, not so much that they'll be unrecognizable, but uh, I think this, uh, using the new character creation rules, we have characters that have more varied tags, uh, tags that make some more sense, because some of the tags were kind of broad or just didn't make sense, uh, but now I think all the tags really work well, and uh, I, 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 me personally, I think the characters are a lot better now. Of course, like I said, We'll talk about that in a later episode, and you'll get to hear from the players about what changed about the characters and how they thought about it. But um, going forward, uh, we're hoping, and I'm hoping, that Misconceptions is, is going to do an even better job of showing off 
this wonderful game that we all love because City of Mist is it, it it's a great game. It's a game that I love. It's a game that I want to keep playing for years and years to come. Um, and I don't say that about every RPG I play. Um, so I hope that Misconceptions can really show the world just how wonderful this game is. And I hope it gets you and your friends interested in it. Uh, and like I said, the core rulebook, it's available for download right now on DriveThruRPG. If you want a hardback uh, core rulebook, which you probably will, I'm getting one, so I'm really excited to get mine in the mail. But you can also get that from the sunofoak.com. Uh, oh yeah, but before we get to the episode, uh, another thing that's going to change with Misconceptions is kind of our format. Uh, I realize that the intros kind of take a long time, and this intro's going on a little bit long. But anyways, uh, what I'm going to do from here on out is I'm taking the theme song, and I'm taking the previously on section, and I'm combining them. Uh, hopefully this will save us some time. It'll allow us to get to the action more quickly. Uh, because I know, you know, that was one of the things that we saw in the iTunes review was that, uh, you know, we wanted to get to the action more quickly. So hopefully that will solve that problem. Um, I just wanted to let you know before the theme song kicks on here in a second and you're like, whoa, what's going on? Well, that's what's going on. We're changing the format a little. But anyways... Episode 16, it's good to be back. I'm glad that you're here. Let's go ahead and get to that episode. Previously on Misconceptions. The crew's attempts to find answers just keep leading to more questions. While investigating a water treatment plant, the crew ran across a mysterious facility underneath, but were rendered unconscious by unseen forces before they could ascertain the facility's purpose. After waking up, the crew had to fight their way past armed security and a masked, seemingly unkillable assailant. Barely escaping with their lives, the crew is unsure of who to trust, unsure even of their own teammates. But as they stand amid a shroud of mistrust, an unwanted but maybe desperately needed ally makes her way into Morty's pub. So, our episode picks back up. Um, in Morty's bar, and the four of you are sitting at your Pettiton booth, and Linda Lockwood has walked in through the back. She has obviously unlocked the back door and let herself in, and she is now standing in the middle of the restaurant with all of you. To resume with the last word she said, I need your help. How did you get in here? I'm an investigative reporter. I can... Break into people's bars? Among other things, yes. You should really get an alarm system for that back you door. You should really not break into places. Mm, it's kind of my job, sweetie. I don't, yeah, I don't who know do you think you do. are? This is my bar. And I'm about to shoot you or something. You're a pacifist. <laughs> who I do don't you kill think people. You are? 
Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. You just clipped the audio <laughs> and my brain. One of these days, you are going to like be screaming. You're just going to see like blood start coming out of my nose. <laughs> oh, that's so loud. Well, why, why exactly did you break in? Do you, obviously, it was important, I hope. You don't just do this for sport. No, no. Um, yeah, I, I, I do need your help. Um, I think we can all be honest with each other and say uh, things aren't uh, like people say they are in this city. Right? I mean, Poison Ivy over here can whip people with vines. Uh, Cowboy has, you know, weird tattoos they can do stuff with. But you know what? It It's like we're the only ones in this city that can see that. I'm an investigative reporter. It's my job to tell the truth. And I go out and I find these stories. I find stories of mole men tearing up Fifth Avenue. And I go to publish it. And the words that I put on the newspaper are changed. The eyewitnesses that I went to and interviewed, they say that it was just a runaway car. Something's not right with this city. And the fact that I can remember it, and you four can remember it, tells me something. Tells me that we need to do something. And you know, I saw you all in action at the dog pound. I saw the way you handled the mafia... And, uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think we should work together. Why should we think that you're on our side? You've broken into my establishment. You ditched us. Yeah, well, um, I've kind of been doing this on my own for a while. You know, like I said, nobody believes me, and everything I try to do somehow gets muddled up. So forgive me for not thinking that you would remember anything that happened that night anyways and just getting what I needed and getting out. Well, maybe it just gets muddled up because you're bad at your job. That's cute. Hey, tell us about your job. How's uh, how's Jeremiah doing these days? I guess he's doing quite all right. You can go ask him if you want. Nah, I'm good. Although I do have some questions I need to ask him as well. As much as I try to find the truth, and I try to put it in the newspapers, I try to tell people about it, something always goes wrong. After seeing the four of you in action, as much as I am loath to admit it, you can do things I can't. And, well, the way things are going and the way things have been going, I think, um... I don't know. I think you're the kind of change the city needs. And I have, I have information. I can point you in the right direction to take care of some of the problems. And I think that would be in the best interest for everybody. Um, I think we need to um, huddle. So can you go like scoot yourself somewhere else? Let's go, team. Let's huddle. Yeah, sure. Uh, scotch under the bar? Never mind. I'll, I'll find it. And she starts snooping around the bar. <laughs> Gosh. What do y'all think? I think she's paying for that drink. <laughs> With her life. <laughs> <sighs> Sorry. I think we should, if she has information, we're really not in a position to pass anything up, especially since we're trying to figure our own stuff out. So maybe she knows something that could be useful to us. So I say no matter what, we, we listen to what she has to say. 
I agree, but I don't think we should just. Oh, um, you just went. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What was that? Hi, Faye. How you doing? <laughs> I agree, but I don't think we should just let her on the team. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll go. Y'all are just big on just letting everybody in, so I'm just putting <laughs> that out there. Who do we let on the team? We could. All of you on my team. Excuse you. This is my bar. Who do you think you are? Ren, oh, shut up. Oh, man. I was actually friends with Esther first. I mean, she may not deem it as us being friends, but I came into the bar and had her threaten people for me. So we were basically friends. Mm. Yeah, I guess I uh, shouldn't have been on the team when you were lying on the floor bleeding out. Could have just I'm just saying we very abruptly made the decision to become a team to begin with. And I think now that we are a team, we need to think a little bit more before we just bring somebody into the fold. Right, We I could tie her up in banana leaf her and get all the information out of her and then threaten her life and almost suck her into a black hole. I you mean... Could do what? what? Uh, all I was saying was we should listen to what she has to say. I didn't say let her on the team. We just could use information. Agreed. Same. And Ren just walks away and be like, hey, girl, what's up? Oh, that's right. Ren has a crush on her. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, so um, Linda Lockwood is leaning against the... Um, or actually, she's not leaning. She's looking at some of the pictures behind the bar of, of Morty and some of the patrons and stuff like that, and maybe little pictures of little Esther. And uh, so you walk up and lean casually on the bar and like, hey, what's up, girl? Yeah. And uh, she turns around and says... Uh, can I can I help you? Yeah. Can I get a whiskey on the rocks, please? Yeah, you can help yourself. She takes a sip. <laughs> oh, hey, yeah, you're the you're the one that wanted my autograph. Um, oh, what is it? Ren Pascal, a very talented software, software designer. Mm, was involved with the company, and then all of a sudden, you weren't. Very interesting. I I have some questions for you. We can get those questions later. Let's talk about you, though. Well, I hate to cut in on whatever this is. Um, oh, please uh, do. <laughs> you said you had information for us. We'd like to hear it before we make any decisions. Do we all, like, walk up and lean against? Okay. We're all walking out leaning against the bar. Okay. So, um, is, is this a thing? Are we going to be working together? Uh, no. You, obviously, you didn't hear me. I said... We'd like to hear the information before any decisions are made. Hmm. Well, I guess there's no harm. I mean, you either take the information or you don't. But anyways, the mob, they run the city. Everything that's going on in the city is somehow linked to them. Um, the thing at the dog pound, the water treatment plant that y'all are at and blew up. Oh, I mean, didn't blow up I mean, the official police reports say that it was just a gas main leak but anyways they're involved with everything all their planning scheming moving shaking it's affecting the city and i happen to know they have a shipment coming in from from what i can observe it's pretty big something big is going down at the dock tonight the mafia will be there I don't know. A big plan is going down there. Let's go. We haven't had a very big battle in a while, so this could be fun. <coughs> wow, the teacher wants some battle. I did not see that one coming. 
Who runs the mob? Well, unofficially, Mayor Kerala is. Unofficially. I mean, slippery bastard, nobody can pin anything to him. But, I mean, he has those beneath him who do more of the grunt work and see to the day-and-day activities, but, I mean, we all know. How did you find this information out? And don't just tell me you're an investigative reporter. I know you've mentioned it six times since you walked in the door. I'm a good investigative reporter. Seven. (laughs) Try again. I mean, what am I supposed to say? That I've spent every night for the past five years snooping around in warehouses, getting my teeth knocked in by some people, kicking in the teeth of others, questioning, being held at gunpoint, holding others at gunpoint... This isn't just information you read in a magazine. This is stuff you have to go out and find. But how do we know your information is reliable? (laughs) Uh, Because she's cute. Ren? Damn it. Yeah, calm down over there, IT. (laughs) You can't trust me, just like I can't trust you, but I'm hoping that I can, and I'm hoping you will me. Well, what else you got? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I have right now. I mean, if we want to make this long-term partnership, we can talk more about hideouts and things like that. But this is the more pressing concern for right now. A shipment at the docks, something big. If we show up, are you going to be there? Are you going to contribute anything? Or are you just going to kind of feed us information and let us fight your battles? These aren't my battles. This is everyone's battles. This is your battle, even if you don't want it to be. Because you're part of this city. So then you're not going to fight everyone's battles? Well, I mean, if you need me to come hold your hand and shoot some people, yeah, I'll come. You can come hold my hand. All right, this is (laughs) thinking this over. Maybe not. I'm just saying, if, if, if you want us to do something, if you want us to run an errand, and if you, like, you want results, then you, you can't just sit in the back lines. You, you should probably be there. Because what if your intel's wrong? What if, what if something goes amiss? What if you, you told us the wrong ship number? And like, there's so many things that could not go right. And if you're just not going to be there, then we're kind of left high and dry. Mm. My information's pretty solid. But if we want to do a tit-for-tat situation... We could trade information. I could give you something, and you could ask me something that you would like to be looked into, and I could look into it. Surely somebody has something they're looking for in the city. (laughs) Okay, deal. If we sit down with you today, you tell us all that you know about the docks, then we will get together and decide what information we need from you. What time is everything going down tonight? How much time do you have to prepare us? Going down at midnight. Uh, <laughs> I got so much time. Pier 43. Some shipment coming in from overseas. Jimmy the Butcher. You, you know him. He was the guy at the, the dock pound. He was the one in charge. He's going to be there. Uh, he got let out. I mean, Mob has connections, so they couldn't hold him for long. But uh, he'll be there overseeing the operation. Uh, And like his name says, and like you are all familiar, he's 
a tough customer. Almost as tough as the mafia comes, but they're higher ups than him. But he'll be there. He'll be overseeing the shipment. I have no idea what the shipment is. Drugs, weapons, trafficking, I don't know. Mafia's into all of it. Well, I don't know about you guys, but that sounds good to me. If you could, you know, look into... I know that you mentioned my up-and-coming software business. If you could just, you know... We were going to decide together what she was going to look into. Yeah, if you all want to do that on your own free time, that's fine, but... Part of the team. No. You would be nowhere without me. I'm the leader. Okay. Um what do you want? Do you want us to get the shipment? Do you just want information? What Yeah, what is what our end you, game? Yeah. Hmm. Getting information on what exactly is going down could be could be pretty useful. Um but I think even more useful than getting information is stopping whatever is going down. I mean I could go and I could snoop around and I could figure out what it is. But that's not going to stop whatever it is from entering the city. And from what I hear, the mafia thinks this is a big game changer for the city. So whatever they have in that shipment, they're wanting to use quick. Okay. We'll handle it, and we'll give you a call when we're done and let you know what we need. Do you know how many people were looking at being down there? No idea. All I know is that Jimmy the Butcher and his boys will be there. Oh, and you're going to need to pay for that drink. This is Esther's bar. How much do I owe you for the scotch? Fifteen ninety-five. What? <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's the most expensive drink on the planet. Five fifty. That's reasonably priced. Here's a ten. You'll pay for the next time I'm in, too. I don't keep tabs. <laughs> well, it's a good thing I keep tabs on all of you. <coughs> Anyways, have fun tonight. I'll be back whenever I have the next uh, information to give you. See How you do nerds. we reach you? I'm at the weekly news station. You can get me there. Late nights, early morning, doesn't matter. I practically live there. Got it. I don't know. I just turned Australian there for a second. All right. Hugs and kisses. And she walks out the back door. Does she actually say hugs and kisses? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So she has trackers on us. You think? Yeah. Oh, I haven't gone through that yet. You're probably right. Mm. Mm. Ren, could you do something about that? Um, I mean, I could try. I already have trackers on you anyways. I bet it's on the SUV. <laughs> Was that you going to the SUV? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. We, just, we do this Finny. <laughs> and we transition to you just standing outside <laughs> at the van. Um, yeah, okay, go ahead and roll an investigate check. I am going to use my cybernetic lenses. Okay. Like you've never used that before. <laughs> My cybernetic mm. lenses. Well, you should use your other thing too. My bioresonic scanner. No. My heightened processing you should use speed. All, you should use all the new toys. Uh, no, that's only when I'm creating stuff, though. 
So cybernetic lens is in processing speed. Okay. Go ahead and scan that van. Mm, mm, mm. Scan that van. What'd you get? Six. Six? Okay. Mm-hmm. With that plus two, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you get six. You, you scan it, and something in your lenses kind of flickers. It goes... Zzz, zzz, and something's wrong with your lenses. And I'm going to activate your weakness tag. Um, which one is it? Confused by malfunctions. Yeah, confused by malfunctions for your artificial intelligence. Uh, so go ahead and give yourself a negative one to that. And fill in one, one of those boxes. One of the fade? Yeah. Damn it. Uh, no, I'm like scanning it and then it like buzzes and it's like, it's like, ah, oh, dang it. And then he like uh, twitches and like kind of like stumbles over, I guess. We don't need any of those stupid technology. Guys, why don't we just look in the van ourselves? Can we do a group check? Sure. Go ahead and roll an investigate check uh, for a group. Uh, so the person with the least amount of tags that you could add adds all those tags, and then everybody else can add one to that tag or to the roll and find out who has the least that they could roll. And I'll say that since Ren already did his thing, like this would be the three, the other three of you doing this. So one of you, one of you roll it and add your tag to it, and then the other two can add their tags can you to die? it. So I just roll one, roll two. So roll two, and then you get <laughs> plus one, two, and three. So add plus three. What'd you get? Seven. Seven? Okay. Okay, you uh, you look over the van. Um, behind the wheel well, you reach up, and Bill, you feel something that shouldn't be there. You're quite familiar with uh, the mechanics of a car, what goes where, and you peel it off and you take it, but as you are peeling it off, it kind of breaks in half, and you pull it out, and you see that it is indeed a tracker, but it is broken. So there isn't a way to figure out who put this here, how long has it been there, but you know that you, somebody has been tracking you. All right, well, we got that taken care of. Should we make our plan for tonight? Esther, I know you love to have a plan before we just show up. Yes. Okay, so how do we want to do it? Do we want to try to get there ahead of time and stop the shipment? Do we want to try to just see if we can find out what's in it? I mean, I think we need to get there ahead of time Sorry, and try to character. stop it. Because if it comes in, they were talking, she said they were going to use it immediately. If it comes in, they may already have it in use. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, like if it's a weapon or something. So we need to get there and stop it. But my question is... What's the layout of the place? And I, I need the lay of the land so we can figure out game plan. I think uh, Ren could probably oh, get yeah. the blueprints or database and like get us images of it. Okay. Can we say that like you've rigged your SUV? Do y'all remember a long time ago when the minivans that had like the tables in the middle were super popular? Or at least they were on the commercials. Can we say that we've, like, rigged your SUV to be that so that when we're sitting in the back, we have, like, a station? Can we say it's like a Microsoft Surface that the engineers use that's, like, like a table size <laughs> and you can, like, use tech. It's a like, like, like Star Wars? Would, yeah, like yeah, Star I mean, Wars it would make sense that it's, Man. like, set up like a, you know, like the cop vans on a stakeout kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that, so. That's 
And Ren goes, oh yeah, by the way, I've made some upgrades to your SUV. <laughs> Hope you're okay with that. What if, did you do to if, my car? It has spinners on it now. I was just about to ask, how and when did you decide to do this? <laughs> You know, when you're like sleeping and uh, like running your bar and, you know, doing your normal things, I thought, hey, this would be a great idea for the van. I'll just make some tech upgrades. I just tinkered with some things. Your gas mileage is a lot better now. And you can shoot gasoline back behind you if someone's chasing oh. us <laughs> to make them spin out. I learned it on my video game, so it's probably real. Do you mean oil? <laughs> no, gasoline. he means gasoline. No, Ren doesn't know the difference. <laughs> no. All right, Why? I was going to make you roll a change the game before, but now I really want you to roll a change the game to see if you can make these modifications. Okay. Don't you own a business? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Yeah, why? He's a cyborg. He doesn't need that much sleep. Yeah. During business hours, I own a business. <laughs> And then after hours. Oh, no. Uh, change the game. There we go. Alrighty. Um, so I'm going to do all the new toys. Um, uh, computers. And tech lab. Okay. So. Good. So plus three. Eleven. Nice, yeah. So you make a, you throw open the the back doors of the SUV, and a there is a swanked out little operation center, uh, with you know the Microsoft Surface table like we said, uh, racks of equipment and things like that, computers. Um, I guess there is also. A nozzle that shoots gasoline <laughs> out of the rear. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Rin has Rin has made yeah. substantial modifications to your vehicle. And it says, Welcome team. Welcome, Esther. Welcome, Bill. Welcome, Ren and Fee. <laughs> Sorry about that. We're still working on the well words. I mean, Fee is close to Faye, I think. Anyways, I got mostly everyone's name right. You're an idiot. <laughs> Thanks for the modifications, I guess. Would have been nice if you had talked to me first. But we're talking now. Yay. I helped you yeah, out. Yeah, I'm done. Let's come up with our plan. Thank you, teacher Esther. And a hologram comes up and I'm like, so I've got a delay of the land. Oh, that's so cool. Can we, like, spin it? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. And you zoom in and you see there, uh, this specific area, there are two uh, warehouses on either side. And then there's kind of, like, the driveway or whatever for loading and unloading. And then there is the pier that goes out into the ocean. And that is where ships come and unload and everything like that. Uh, there are cranes that, you know, pick up the... Uh, canisters and move them around in containers or what have you and stack them in piles and stuff like that. But that is the the basic overview of what Pier 43 looks like. Before we get there, does anybody have crane skills in case it comes to that? I mean, like, is that something that 
one of us might know. I can knock things over. Where, where? Nah, I don't think anybody has a history no. of construction or anything. That'd be useful, though. I mean, I could probably hack into them and make them go nuts as a distraction. That is true. Yeah. You will try. Does the loading and unloading place have, like, those, um, like, cargo boxes lined up? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the containers. Yeah. Yeah, you can see some are, like, stacked in various different positions and stuff okay. like that. So we may be able to use those to kind of hide behind and maneuver around. I just don't understand how we're going to intercept this shipment. Like, are we going to try to get on the boat? Are we going to... I don't feel like there's enough of it. Like... I feel like there's going to be more of them than there is of us. And what? So it's actually supposed to hit the docks at midnight? We're going to need a small army if we want to take on them. We don't know if there's going to be a small army. Like, we, we're, it sounds like y'all are giving up before we even go and look at what's going it's on. No, I'm not mob. giving up. I'm just wanting to prepare. Right, but, but talking about how many people there are going to be, like... We just need to go. Like, we need to go and figure it out. I get what you're saying. Like, I understand that you're wanting to plan. But we can't We can't get onto the ship. Like, the, the only interception would be either to, to steal the item or to defeat everybody there. But we don't know who's there. So, like, we'd, we'd have to, before we could even plan further, we should just go and try to see who's showing up. It would have helped if we knew about this, like, a day ago so we could have scouted out stuff. It's the freaking mob. They have, we, how, how can we even, like, scout it out? They're, like, everywhere. They're not expecting us to be there. That's true. They may be overconfident and only have a couple people. But how are we going to, like, blend in? Okay, why don't we just make two plans? One for if there are 400 people there and one for if there are two. Okay. I don't know what else we're going to do. We can stay at the bar and get chocolate wasted. Okay, so... <laughs> Over here, Ren. Um, Most people are. Are we going to try to get... Uh, I mean, we don't know how big this shipment is. Yeah, like, what are we going to put it... I mean, if we stop it, what are we doing with it? Right. We could probably go to the dockmaster and investigate. If that's not a bad idea. I wonder if you can hack into something that notes, like, what's coming in. Well, I have to be or, on site to be able to hack into it. Yeah, I mean, we could just go down and kind of scout out the place. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Because things like that, it's a small dock. It's just, they run on internal networks, just like the police station. Police station. <laughs> mm. Ooh, that day quill. Uh, Bill, what do you think? That's what I want to do. I want to go. Okay. All right. Okay. So you, uh, mm, sorry, y'all wanted to get there. I guess you are getting there before everything happens. We're getting there before okay. everything happens. Is traveling, I mean, I know we need the technology of the SUV, but I feel like when we drive down there in SUV, SUV it's going to draw attention. I don't really know how else you want us to get there. I mean, I guess we can just park, like, kind of far away and walk. Okay, cool. Okay. Um, I can give everybody a banana leaf, and they can just, like, slide. 
to the warehouse. You just see us like we're skating. (laughs) So you get to uh, the dock district. Uh, You park it a a block away, uh, tuck it into an alleyway or whatever, lock the doors. Um, And then you head to Pier 43. Uh, And what what exactly are you wanting to do here? Uh, there are still people moving around. Uh, shipments are being moved. You see some some uh, different docks have unloading and loading going on. Uh, so it's still it's still busy, still operating hours for the docks. Uh, but what do y'all want to do? I want to go to the dock that we are expecting the shipment at, and just like. I don't know how to be inconspicuous about this, but I wanting Esther's wanting to just kind of like snoop around like the people that are working it and that kind of thing and like see if like they're suspicious if these daytime people are involved or if it's strictly like or like if there's nobody there right now, you know, I mean just going to that specific spot and just kind of seeing the people and that kind of stuff. Do we want to split up and we can go look around? the dock and the boys can go try to find out anything they can about the shipment the only my only concern well if if i was the one talking would be that they would know they might recognize me mm-hmm. and they know they may know that my dad was like kind of involved with stuff because i have the socialite thing which is beneficial in some t- cases but in this case i don't think it is but when and i could do something like not with the people, like, just looking around the... Yeah, and Ren could do area. a lot of scanning and stuff. Mm-hmm. Looking... Because we need to look for a place to, like, camp out and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait. So mm-hmm. that's what we can do. Yeah. Scout out stuff, and y'all can talk to people. You're better at role-playing conversations. <laughs> but I also have, like, trusted, persuasive, resourceful... Yeah, I've got, like, reading people's faces and calming presence and stuff. And I can intimidate if we need that to do that, too. So. Okay. Cool. Let's do it. Okay, so who's going where? Esther and I are, um, I guess, scouting around the perimeter of the dock. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you are going to the pier to look around, and then yeah. you two are doing what? There should be, like, some central... Mm-hmm. So you are going to the office building? Yeah. Okay. To the um, hub. Okay, so... Bill and Faye, you go to uh, the main office area. It's uh, not near the pier. <laughs> near the pier. And you kind of go there. It's kind of situated far away in kind of the middle of this uh, shipping area. I say kind of so much. Whenever I listen to the episodes, like it no- annoys me how much I say kind of. I need to stop that. But you go to the office, and it is situated in the middle of this... I'll say it again. In the middle of this shipping district. Um... But you walk in, there is a receptionist. She looks up. Well, hi, y'all. Well, what can I do for you today? Uh, yes, ma'am. I'm actually here with my associate. And we're needing to find out about a shipment of ours um, that was supposed to have been here two hours ago uh, in Dock 43. And I've noticed that there's, there's no ship there at all. Can you figure out what's going on with it or anything like that for me because I've got a business to run and this is just kind of unacceptable. Roll a uh, persuade. Alright. Uh, I can add like bluff into that, right? Oh yeah. Bluff calming presence. 
Smooth talker. Oh, but you know what? I'm going to activate your tattoos as off-putting. Oh. So give yourself a minus one to your interesting ink. Where do I put that? Uh, just bubble in one of those squares or whatever. And then take a minus one to uh, your roll. It's yeah. not a crack. No, 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 not a crack. A. Uh, no. It's an attention. Yeah, attention. And once you get three attention, you get to level it up. Oh, sweet. So that means I actually leveled up one of the things then. Oh, did you? Yeah, I thought it was a fade. No, no, no. A fade no, no, is no. whenever you ignore it. Like if I say, all right, you have to choose to chase after Robin Hood or continue this. And it's like, well, I choose to do this. Okay, we'll take a fade and your whatever. That's... That would be connected to that. That makes sense. Was hmm. that foreshadowing? Maybe. <laughs> okay, so here's, here's how I'm going to play this. Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm irritated, I'm angry, mm-hmm. and this is more of an intimidate than a persuade, in my opinion. Okay. So I'm going to use intimidate, rough exterior, and good bluff. And I'm going to take a minus one. So that's what okay. I Okay. Six, seven, eight. Seven? No, it's nine minus one. Uh, eight. An eight? Yeah. Okay. Well, sure thing. I can look that right up. Uh, can I have an ID? Are you, what, what are you asking for? An, an identification so I can just look up, you know, who you are and what shipment you would have coming in or whatever. Are you kidding me right now? No, no, sir. I, I just need that ID and I can look it right up for you. Why would I bring my ID here? I'm expecting a shipment. I'm not going to bring all the paperwork for my business with me. I'm here expecting something and it isn't here. And it's your job to make sure it is. Is there somebody else I could speak to? Well, sir, I just just calm down a second, sir. Just calm down. I know you're frustrated. I'm here to help you with your problems. But I do need to make sure that you are who you say you are. Because I just can't be giving out shipment information to just any Joe Blow. Even though you are kind of handsome even with the tattoos and all. But I just want to make sure that I'm giving you the right information, honey. All right. Give me one second. I guess I'll see if somebody at the office can bring it. Well, I appreciate that. Right. I'll, I'll just be sitting here. Okay. I'm going to call Ren. Can you step out um, to call Ren and I'll yeah. talk to her? Um, I'm so sorry to bother you, but you see, he he gets very, very angry, and and this is going to make him so mad. And if if you could just go ahead and look it up for him... You would save me a lot of, a lot of pain. Oh my gosh! Am I abusive? <laughs> I knew that was coming. Honey, are, is are you trying to tell me something? No, no, no. I mean, is, if you could just, if you could just help me, please. Is he not nice to you? I mean, sometimes he just. You know how men can be. Oh, honey. She stands up and takes your hand and kind of holds both of them. She says, honey, I can just tell just by looking at you that you are a strong, independent woman. And if this man is being any sort of rude to you, well, you just tell him where the door is, honey. And you just slap it on his ass. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I I wish I could do that, but I just, I don't want him to get angry. And I'm afraid he's going to get angry since you told him to go get the ID. And then he's going to be mad at the people who bring it. And he's going to be mad at me. And if you could just, 
If you could just look it up, you would be saving so much of my day. Roll a convince. Okay. <laughs> um, trusted, persuasive. Yeah, probably. You should have done a tag. You should have done a tag pretty little liar. <laughs> <laughs> I should have. <laughs> Seven. Man, we are not rolling well today. Well, honey, I, I really want to help you, but I really can't tell you what's on that shipment without his information. But, but you know what? What? What pier was it? What what'd you say what pier number what it was? 43. 43. Well, let me let me go ahead and look up. Oh, well, honey, we don't... The only shipment we have coming in is at midnight tonight. Could you tell me what's what's on that one? Maybe oh. they put our stuff on that one. Now, honey, honey, I, I want to help you, but I really cannot tell you that information without that identification card. Could you just tell me how much is on there so maybe I can know if they put it on that ship? You see her, she just scrolls and scrolls and scrolls and scrolls, and it's all this all this information jargon that just doesn't make any sense to you because it's just shipping numbers and stuff like that and mm-hmm. vendor numbers and things. She says, lots, honey. There's, there's lots on this boat. Okay, thank you. You've been so kind. Hey, honey. And she's going to give you a card, and her name is... Mary Lou. Maldehyde? <laughs> Cousin Maldehyde. No. Uh, Amy Maldehyde. <laughs> she okay. says, "Honey, if you if you ever need anything, you need a place to stay, just anything. I, Amy Maldehyde's my name, honey. Thank you. Oh, and do y'all get a lot of midnight shipments? I know some of the other docks do, but I wasn't sure about y'all. Oh yeah, we get. Pff, this dock is open twenty four seven. Thankfully, I'm not here. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I go home yeah. at night. I treat myself." Oh, I'm so happy for you. Okay, well, thanks. I'm going to go check in on him. We'll be back. All right, honey. I'll I'll watch you. All right. Bye. She watches you leave (laughs) and go out the the clear door to stand outside. Um, Okay, and then let's switch to... We'll do your phone call in a second to him. And let's switch to uh, Esther and Rin. Where are you at? Esther and Rin are walking through in their... Clearly bickering about something, and Esther's just like sitting there shaking her head, like, can't believe I'm talking to you, let alone stuck with you. I just don't understand why I always get stuck with crazy people. Maybe it's because you're crazy. <sighs> I don't think that's what it is. Have you found a good spot yet that we can hide tonight? Well, there's some shipping containers that we could climb on top of and get a high point and see what's going on. Um, I can make us maybe some binoculars or something that we could... Um, you don't just ha- We don't just have binoculars? Well, you- we don't have night vision binoculars that look for heat signatures, do we? Of course uh, we don't. I have to make them. Oh, my gosh. Well... We could sit I there. mean, I guess that's an option. I'm trying to figure out... We're going to have to get on the ship. We have to have a plan for sneaking on the ship. Well, I was looking at those cranes, and I think if we can convince Bill... No, we don't even need to convince Bill. He'll just do it anyway. <coughs> but we could tell Bill to hang on to the crane, and we can swing him onto the ship. 
and just kind of drop them off. Yeah, I don't think that's going to work. Do you realize how loud it's going to be for Bill to plop on the ship? Yeah, I guess you're right. I just, there's no way that we can... I know, you really want to plop him on a ship. Yeah, and then ditch him. There's just no way, when I'm looking at the schematics, that with all the people that are probably going to be here for us to sneak onto the ship. I mean, the other thing would be to have someone sitting in the water and maybe, you know, climb up the ship, but we'd still need rope and a grappling hook. Do we not have rope or a grappling hook? I mean, there's plenty of rope here, I guess, but um, actually, now that I think of it, they'll have to uh, moor the ship and they'll have to connect the ship so you can climb up on the chains, I guess. But nonetheless, that'll we'll have to somehow get them to the edge of the dock. Somebody's going to have to distract them while we get on the ship. Well, good thing we know someone who can control plants. Yeah, because we're right next to a garden. She, she could just bring them with her. I mean, I guess she could probably control some seaweed or something, so... Maybe we could use that to our advantage. Um, I mean, Bill's big and bulky. He could probably distract them, too. So, the shipping crates are where we're going to hide to start with. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to come up with a plan. I think Bill could be a good distraction. I agree, yeah. Do I know that he's, like, cybernetic and stuff? Um... He so most of his cybernetics are like in his brain, uh-huh. uh, and he has like some scarring on his scalp and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have seen it, it's just glancing because usually Ren is wearing a hoodie or something to cover up the scars on his head. Uh, but whenever you were in the hospital, you probably would have noticed some scarring, and maybe you might have even seen like some of the metal underneath the scarring uh, that had replaced some of his skull and stuff. Didn't she punch me in one of the earlier episodes? Oh, yeah, yeah. you did. Yeah, you punched him, and yeah. it tinked off the metal in his, his head. Okay. Side note, can you get in the water? All right, at this point, Ren, your phone starts ringing. Who is calling me now? Hello, can I help you? Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm at the dock. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm going to need you to do something for me. You're probably going to have to walk back to the SUV. You can use exercise anyway, so you're welcome. I could not get any information because they need identification. Oh, hold on. Actually, let me ask somebody a question. Hey, Faye. Hmm. Were you able to catch the company's name who's associated with the shipment? Were you able to see the manifest or anything while you were in there? Just numbers. No. So I'm going to need you to make a a phony um, LLC and just... Register it under just any name, any name, and get it to me so that I can get back in the office and try to talk to him. Yeah, I guess I can do that for you. All right, thanks. Who is that? Who is Bill? Apparently, he has concocted some kind of lie with the people in the office yet again. So now I have to make a fake LLC business for him so that he can check the records to, you know, see when the shipment's getting in and even what's on the shipment. So I've got to go back to the SUV and make that up just real quick because that's what us techies do. We just create things out of thin air. You brag about it all the time. <laughs> he rolls his eyes and just walks off. 
Okay. So you're going back to the van. Esther, where are you doing? Are you going with him? Uh, no. This is a nice break from the team. So, um... <laughs> Esther just lays down on the floor. Yeah, Esther just lays down and is like, oh, gosh. No. Um, so I'm like... I'm looking at one of the shipment crates to see if they're, like, to see how easy it would be to, like, maybe, like, get down inside of one instead of just, like, hiding on top of one. So the shipping crates, they open up, you know, like a regular shipping crate. They have these big locks that you pull down and you have to Mm -hmm. tug them open. Uh, It's not really getting down into, but you can get into it, but it's not like it has a roof or anything. Or not like a roof access. Yeah. There's just uh, regular entrance doors. Because it's like a giant metal shipping crate. Is there, I mean, he was talking about getting on top of them. So is there a way to get up on top of it easily? You would need something to help you climb because these shipping containers are like 10, 15 feet tall. Um, but you know, you see, no, I was going to tell you something that you can investigate and find. Well, can I investigate? Yes. Okay. I was, I thought you were saying like, but you're not going to let me. Okay. <laughs> but um, I'll never let you investigate in this noir so detective style game. Investigative, obviously. Um, and... What powers does your owl ring have? You've, like, never used it. I am sharpest thoughts, inspire, calm, and react before it happens. I have Sharp. used it. You use react before it happens, yeah. Yeah. Um, and not really streetwise. Maybe life lessons from dad, like, but probably not. Shipping crates probably isn't something we talked about. You, yeah, use life lessons and um, investigative. Okay. And do I have... I know we talked about it, but I mean, I was pretty injured, so am I still... But this is investigative, so it wouldn't be... No, this wouldn't be. Sorry. Seven. Okay. Um, So you're looking around at the shipping crates, trying to find out some way to get on top of them. I mean, you think of a couple of ways. All of them are kind of risky. Using a forklift to kind of lift you up and put you on there. Faye making some sort of vine to crawl on top of it. Giving each other a boost to somehow jump up on top of them. Um, But you can't see really any clear-cut way what's the best way for you to get on top of these shipping containers. And some of them are piled like four stacks high. And maybe more of those. Actually, the shortest one is probably two stacks high and the highest is like ten stacks high. Uh, So yeah. These... These all differ in heights, and getting onto them, there's no clear-cut way. Okay. Um, so, Esther's just going to kind of mill around and, like, see if she, like, hears anybody talking or anything. Because I'm assuming that there's people around. Because mm-hmm. um, it's during the day. I mean, well, maybe it's around change of shift. Like the nighttime people are coming in? Yeah. Okay. Um, roll, a, roll a sneaking around to see if you can position yourself in such a way that you could pick <coughs> up on some scuttlebutt. Um, can I use 
my ring for surface thoughts. Oh, yeah. And good listener and investigative. I mean, with those three. No. Investigative, yes. Good listener is more <coughs> like, tell yeah. me your problems yeah. or whatever. <coughs> okay. Nine. Okay. Yeah, you... Uh, so you see people are clocking out, clocking in, change of shifts. Uh, you reach out with your ring, and it starts to glow a little bit, allowing you to hear some of the surface thoughts. Um, you get a lot of chatter. Um, they're thinking about, you know, what they had for dinner, what they're going to do, their girlfriend, uh, how much they hate their job, things like that. Uh, but you pick up on one thought, um, and through the cacophonous echoing of all these voices, you hear, you, you pick out the words, Pier 43, Mafia, and Shipment. Uh, you have no idea who in the crowd is thinking that, but you know that somebody here knows what you know that something is going down at Pier 43. Am I certain that it's not one of my own? It is. No one is near you, so you're scanning this little area where they're clocking right. in and clocking out. So, yeah, it's not it's not Rin. <laughs> like walking up. back up. Yeah, you just see Rin walking up. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> um... So, Esther takes a deep breath, and she starts to scan the crowd for anybody that looks nervous or on edge or anything like that. I will include this with your last investigative check in that you can't pick him out in the crowd. Every... I mean, it's just all these people milling about you. You can't pick out somebody's face being nervous or anything like that. I'm going to look around to see if I see anybody in a hood. <laughs> no. I can. There is no one in a hood. <laughs> you see a dude in a green arrow costume walking through the crowd. Mm, probably not him. <coughs> no. Okay, let's, uh, let's transition to Ren. Uh, go ahead and do your change the game to create a fake LLC and all of these things. Okay. NBD. You see you see a text message on your phone <gasps> from your boy, Bill, and it says, oh, and, and by the way, I mean, it says it in an Australian accent as well, <laughs> uh, don't forget to print out the credentials when you're done. And I'm assuming that you put a printer in here. Yeah, and Ren's like, of course he wants me to print out the credentials. Because all I do is freaking work for Bill, but no big deal. No one even appreciates my work. And he's just... Faye, like, decided to go and, like, get it from Ren to, like, speed things up. So she met up in the car. So she, like, hops in the car as Ren is like... <laughs> you good? Don't mind me. You're just working hard for the team, but... Whatever. And he's like, hmm, hmm. Picture Ren, like, mimicking me in, like, a fake Australian accent. <laughs> uh, do this. Do that. <laughs> Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Do this. Cinderella, Cinderella. Okay. Uh, yeah. Go ahead and roll. Okay. Uh, so we're going to do Codebreaker, high-tech, laptop, and a heightened processing seed since we need, like, pronto. Okay. Rolled a nine. Okay. You create it. 
Print it off. And you got it. Yep. Here you go, Faye. Thank you so, so much. And then she runs off to catch up with Bill. Okay. We'll cut to uh, Bill and Faye walking back into the office. Uh, Amy looks up from her desk. She kind of looks at you and, like, gives you a look. Is everything okay? Right, right, right. Faye, like, nods and, like, shyly, shyly? Is that a word? Mm -hmm. Smiles. Okay. And then Amy (laughs) turns and smiles at Bill. Well, hello, sir. Did you find what you were looking for? Well, yes, I did, as a matter of fact. Here you go. Oh, well, thank you very much. She she scrolls through all the, the list of stuff, and she's looking and checking this checking this folder with all these codes and, like, different names and stuff in there, and she's looking at them. Well, well, Mr. Uh, uh, Jack Frost, I, I just don't see your name anywhere on here. It seems, uh, it seems like you don't have any shipments coming into Pier 43. Maybe our assistant used his name. Could we see the list to see maybe if there was... Well, sure, I'll, here, I'll just... She turns around her computer, and then you can see all the different shipment numbers and things like that. She says, well, this is... This is all the shipments coming in and all of this. And uh, so you you kind of look at it. You have her scroll down, like, go, scroll down. And then she keeps scrolling. You see that there are blocks of numbers that go that match up with the same number. So, like, this shipment is going to this mm-hmm. number. And, like, um, it's obvious that different companies are getting different things off of this. And, you know, it's scattered around. And she scrolls down, but you see that there's one shipment item that is going to one company that isn't listed with any of the other shipments. Uh, and you kind of see that, but she keeps scrolling on past it and showing, well, these are all going to this, and well, here is this. And she just keeps scrolling by, but you notice that one shipment is going to just one company that isn't anywhere else on there. All right, well, maybe you mistyped my information. I had. One item coming in, and I see a lot of things with a lot of items. Do you have anything with just one item coming in? Oh, a single item coming into a Let me check. Oh, well, yes, it says uh, right here, container 5808. Perfect. Thank you so much. Is this somewhere we're supposed to check in when we come to get it tonight? Oh, well, uh, the, the dock master of Pier 43, he'll be there. You can check with the inventory there, and uh, he'll unload it and whatnot. Oh, wait, what's his name? Jack Frost. <laughs> uh, Tanner. Okay, great. Um, Jack, did you need anything else from her? Any questions? No, I think she covered it. Thank you very much. Oh, what? Uh, they're obviously going to ask me what name it's under. What name is it under if it's not under my name? Uh, it's under Giuseppe Enterprises. Oh, man, our stupid assistant, he does the most ridiculous things. Thank you so much. We will be talking to him. That is an interesting way of spelling Jack. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, well, just remember, it's it's not a big deal, and it's nothing to get very worked up about. It's sure like she just stares into Bill's soul as she says that. (laughs) Bill's just like, what the heck? And it's just no reason to get upset, no reason to take out your anger on anyone you love or is around you. It's just a mistake, and life goes on. All right, you're being kind of weird, so uh, we're just going to head out. (laughs) All right. Thank you, Miss Amy. You have a great day. Yes, you too, honey. (laughs) She gives you a knowing look as y'all leave. (laughs) 
Okay, so we walk out and Bill and Faye high five because that was great. Oh, she happens to look. That was a little harder than I was. She yeah. happens to look up at that point and sees y'all. No. <laughs> Wait a second. She, she, hear, she hears Rocket a slap. Launcher. She hears a slap sound. <laughs> oh, my lantern! My stars and garters. No, stars. I want to do that. Um, stars and garters. All right. So, what are y'all doing now? Um, SUV camping out until time. Yeah, I've got the SUV fitted with snacks. And, and we've gasoline. Even got a mini fridge. Oh my gosh! This is a really big SUV. Yeah, it's like it's like a shipping campaign where it's like she does. It doesn't fit all this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I too know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, well that's what me and Zach feel every time you talk about anyone in your past lives. <laughs> oh, especially Logan. Oh, Logan. Um, okay. Let's uh, let's cut forward. It is dark now. Um, the skeleton crew, as it were, is working the uh, the pier. Uh, switches over to twelve o'clock. Where have you set yourself up? I'm at the um, closest stack of shipment boxes um, to where the ship will actually be pulled up, but I'm like hidden in the shadows. Okay. Uh, Bill already kind of looks homeless, so I'm going to have like a scrap of newspapers or like tattered blanket, and just be kind of laying up against in the shadow of one of the shipping containers that's close to dock 43. Faye is close to where the boat is coming in with a clipboard um, and like a badge that Ren made for her, so it looks like she's like expecting. The shipment, but she's close to the water, so she can access the seaweed. So you're pretending to be a worker there? Uh, no, not a worker. Oh, I may be a worker. I don't know. Someone, ex- oh, someone expecting. Picking up the yeah, thing. yeah. Okay. And then Ren is near Esther uh, on those shipping containers, and he just has a um, like obviously he can't shoot anyone because it's a shotgun. But he just has, a, like, attached on his gun, like, a scope. And he's just kind of, like, looking down. Okay. Looking at what's going on. So where did you say you were? On top of the shipping containers. On top of the shipping containers. Are you with Esther on top of the shipping mm-hmm. containers? Okay. So you two on top of the shipping containers. I didn't say I was Faye on top. Faye is pretending to be a... Um... Oh. Well, I'm on top of the shipping containers. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and, Bill, you're pretending to be homeless somewhere in that area. <laughs> Okay, so once you get yourselves all all situated and stuff, um, a black SUV pulls up. Behind that black SUV is a 18-wheeler. They pull up, and the 18-wheeler, you know, K-turns and backs up to the ramp uh, where loading will be happening. Um, The people in the van unload, uh, and you automatically see the familiar face of, of Jimmy the Butcher, uh, you see he has a bandage across his nose, his eyes, he has black eyes um, from when you shoved his face into the cement, and one of his arms is in a sling. Uh, six other people get out of the van and kind of escort him, but he walks up to the guy, Tanner, who is running the, the pier and checking off things off the manifesto, and you see him pull out just a wad of cash and shove it into Tanner's hand. Tanner looks at it, nods, stuffs it in his pocket, and just 
drops a clipboard on a stack of crates and leaves. Faye, Jimmy sees you standing over there. He whispers something to one of his uh, goons, and he goes over there and says, Hey, you gotta leave. This is a private party, and you don't have the pass. I'm waiting for a shipment just like you. You can go wait over there. And he points, like, to behind some crates or whatever. Why can't I wait right here? Like I was told. Like I said, and he pulls back his jacket and you see like a and you see a gun shoved into a holster beneath his armpit. Like I said, you can wait over there. Fine. And she like starts to walk away, but like when he turns back around, she just kind of like ducks behind one of the cargo containers that's close to where they are. Okay, roll is sneaking around. Oh man. <laughs> um resourceful? Good eye. Ha eleven. Ooh, nice. So, yeah, you totally duck into duck into the shadows, and he just doesn't see you. Um, the six mafia guards walk up uh, the ramp to the boat. I Esther is going to... Um, we haven't really addressed it, but I guess activate the ring or whatever, um, the owl ring, so that she can sense the thoughts of the guys that are walking up. Nine. Okay. Uh... You scan your thoughts. Uh, they're very jittery. They're excited. Um, can I tell, like, and maybe I can't because it's surface thoughts, but, like, they're excited, and, like, is it a, like, a good excited or a we're about to destroy this city excited? Like, you know what I mean? Like, is it a yeah, menacing so they're, excitement? They're or? jittery. Something, they're, something big is going down, and they're part of it. They don't want to mess it up for many reasons. Uh, Jimmy, the butcher, you can kind of feel his thoughts more prominently. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he is almost menacing uh, in his, his thoughts about what is on the shipment and what's it going to do. Uh, but you also, as you're scanning their thoughts, your brain is suddenly blasted with static. Uh, an alien noise, very unlike human thoughts, starts scratching at your brain. Um, it's almost like something is attacking you. Uh, you break your connection quickly, uh, and you kind of grab your head and roll roll on the crate, and Rin is obviously right next to you and sees this happening. What's up with you? There's, there's something on that ship, and it's not human. End of episode. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Missed Conceptions. Our next episode will come out on Christmas Day. If you are a fan of the show, consider following us on Facebook and Twitter. You can find us at Misconceptions Podcast. And you can uh, chat with us, let us know what you like about the show, and just uh, get up-to-date information about the show as well. As always, we like to give shouts out to our SoundCloud subscribers. So shouts out to Taryn Winnie. Andrew James, and Timothy Grills. We're glad that you're here, and we're glad that you like the show enough to subscribe to us. We also like to give shouts out to people on iTunes who leave us a rating and review. And iTunes ratings and reviews are really crucial to us because, uh, one, they show other people that this show has an audience, a large audience that is engaged and likes the show enough and, uh, If people see that other people like a show, then they'll probably want to listen in on it. So the best thing you can do for us is go to iTunes and leave us a rating and leave us a review telling people what you like about the show. 
Of course, that's another way for you to let me know what you would like to see done with the show. So consider going to iTunes and helping us out there. And this week's uh, iTunes shout-out is not necessarily an iTunes shout-out, but it goes out to my good friend, Phil Montgomery. Um, he, uh, He left us a... Review on Facebook, uh, specifically about our OVA episode 3. He really liked it, but uh, he said that if I didn't give him a shout-out, that I would be dead to him. Uh, So hopefully I'm not dead to him. Uh, But Phil, shout-out to you. Even though you didn't leave us a rating and reviewing on iTunes like I asked you, you're embarrassing me. Anyways, there's your shout-out, Phil. Love you. City of Mist is an RPG created by Son of Oak Productions. If you like this RPG and you want it for yourself, head on over to sonofoak.com right now to get a hardback, or go to DriveThruRPG and download the PDF right now. The Misconceptions theme is composed by Aaron Wharton. You can find more of his music at aaronwharton.net. And that is it for this week, everyone. I'm going to be honest, I had to cut up a lot of this outro because I am so sleepy right now that I was stumbling over my words. Blech. Thanks for listening to the show, and I hope to see you back here next week. Keep it nerdy, y'all.